Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. I don't know why they slag me in here because I watch Coronation Street, right? I, I do watch Coronation Street. Um, and I find it quite interesting. I find the storylines intriguing in it. Sometimes. Sometimes it's a bit daft and a bit ridiculous. But some of the storylines are really intriguing. And... I'm not going to talk about Coronation Street for an hour, in case you're concerned, by the way, but I do want to talk about a storyline, which I think raises a very interesting point. And fans were kind of left in tears last night as Jude Reardon, by the way, is a very young actor who plays Sammy's 10 years of age. If you've watched it, what an amazing young child. If you were his mother or father, you'd be so proud of him as an actor. He's a wonderful little child, a powerful performance last night after his mother died. And his mother's Natasha. She was shot, by the way, in case you're interested. And on Monday night's edition. So... He asked his father, Nick, could he go and see her body in the funeral home? And Nick said no, initially, and he insisted on going. Eventually he went, he gave a great performance beside him, beside the coffin. And clearly there was no body in the coffin because he's a child actor and they don't want to upset him too much. But anyway, he's now gone into kind of some sort of a remission whereby he doesn't want to speak now. So it's affected him and he's traumatised by seeing his own mother dead in a coffin. And now Nick is regretting after he was initially hesitant and let him go, he's now regretting letting him see it, his mother. But it does raise the question, and this, it's a very Irish thing to do. Firstly, to have people laid out in the house. And I never liked the idea of that. Um, I would never want that, ever, 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 if ever, if ever I pass away. Um, and I don't like the idea of it. I think it's horrendous. Now, some people find great comfort in it, and I respect that. And I do want to warn you, by the way, over the next 14, five minutes, we will be talking about an issue which is quite sensitive, of course, you know, in relation to funerals and death and what have you as well. But the idea of bringing a child to see a dead body, be it their own father or mother, and that's the last memory they will have of their own father or mother is in a coffin. I personally think it's wrong. Now, you might disagree with me, and think it's wonderful. Maybe you've been in that situation as a child. Is it appropriate? Michelle, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Michelle? Afternoon, night. How are you? But Michelle, is it appropriate? I think it really depends on the child, to be honest about mm. it. I mean, you know your own child better than anybody else does. And I think you, you should ask them, to be honest about it. And if they really don't want to, I don't think you should force anybody to do anything. But in life, part of living is death. And I think it also depends on the relation that, that the child had with that particular person. Like, you could be very close to an aunt, an uncle, you know, it could be... It, and it's relative, too, to how the person died, I think. You know, if the yeah. person... Like, my own father dropped it. I can't, and now I was a lot older than Ashley was at the time. Um, and, you know, I can still picture him in the coffin, and he was beautifully laid out, and he looked as if he was just asleep because, obviously, he died suddenly, and there was, you know... Illness hadn't ravaged him, if you want to put it that way. Um, I do think it depends how the person died as well. I I regret seeing my own mother in the coffin Mm. because I remember my mother as my mother and what she looked like, but I believe she didn't look like herself in the coffin, right? And I do regret that because that's that's the kind of last memory. And don't get me wrong, I have wonderful other, loads of other wonderful memories too, Mm. but that's a memory that I I, I don't want. And I'm not fond of that whole situation. I believe it. I was going to say I believe it's quite morbid. It is quite morbid, clearly, because it's a funeral. But I mean, for a child, you're saying if the child wants to, a child at 10 doesn't really know what they want. I don't know if they, if they do. They do, do or do not know what they really want. But the other side of it is, like a funeral isn't just morbid. A removal isn't just morbid. Like you have laughter and you have tears. 
Mm-hmm. Do you know, I, I've never been in a funeral where the whole event was just people crying all day long. Unless it's something terribly tragic, of course, and that's a completely different young person. You know, something like that. That's a completely mm-hmm. different situation. But, like, again, I'm only going on past experiences of, of bereavement that I would have had in my life. And, you know, like, even I go back to my own father's death. Like, people came in, he died very suddenly. We had a big party today. People were telling so. fun story, funny stories but about yeah, times so they, they, came in, yeah. they were They were, came in, they were crying. But they were going out then into the patio area of the garden where, where people, you know, we had the bar set up and people had drinks. And it was, you know, it was both sides of death. Okay, you know, so, people, so it was celebrating his life as well as his death. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I do think... Like, and I, that, but I think that's okay for adults if that's what they choose to do. I personally don't like the, the whole idea of seeing somebody in a coffin personally myself. I've, I'm very uncomfortable with it. But it's okay for adults to make that choice. <laughs> but I'm, we are specifically talking about children. And, you know, and and I think children, I mean, I don't know whether you watch Coronation Street or not, by the way, because I, I watched it last night. <laughs> but this, this child, quite a clever little kid. Now, I know he's not real. Right, I know it's fictional, but he's quite a clever, he's made out to be quite a clever little kid. He's insisting on seeing his mother dead in the coffin. Um, and then as soon as he does, he regresses and it seems like a quite traumatic event for him. And now his father's regretting letting him do it. And I can see that happening in so many situations that that's a memory the child will have for the rest of their lives. I remember identifying my brother. He drowned uh, when he was Mm. 24 years of age. And I remember going in with my father into the morgue here just around the corner from us here at Ireland's Classic Kids in North Strand. And I remember going in and they zipped down the bag and I remember identifying his body. And I will never forget that as long as I live. That is etched, as Ashling rightly said, in my memory forever, ever. Well, look, sorry, that, that's a completely, you know, different experience than, you know, going to a removal or going to a funeral. You know, that is obviously, it means, you know, opening a bag and, you know, that's, terribly traumatic I can only begin to imagine and obviously that would be an itch to your mind but I do think it is part of, of life's process and even like I know for my own children like one or two of them would particularly not like going to funerals mm-hmm. but that's because they've avoided it their whole lives you know unless they literally had to go into their heads but it is part of the process of living is death and I think you know sometimes when you see somebody like again the few people I've known who died and they haven't been ravaged by some terrible illness and that they look really peaceful, and it's in a, in a way it shows that death isn't frightening. That maybe you know that it's not you know they're in the place that they want to be now. But I understand when you're talking about young kids, and I think it is it goes back to like know your own child, you know. And if you really seriously believe that your child, you know, as much as they want to see them, maybe make a compromise and say, well, look, I don't particularly want you to see, you know see them in the in the coffin, but I'm quite happy for you to go to the funeral. Yeah, well, I've no objection. Obviously, if it's a parent or a brother or sister, I've no objection going to a funeral. If a child going to a funeral, by the way, I wouldn't bring a ten-year-old child to a funeral apart from the fact that it might be their their own relation. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you wouldn't be bringing it to the neighbour's funeral or no, well, you know, but, something but people, like that. Yeah, but people do, you know, and I, and I don't understand that because I don't believe a funeral is a place for a young child because I don't need think they need to be thinking about things like that at a very young age either. You know, no, and it can be very frightening. Like, you know, it can, it can be very yeah, it can be very very frightening. But I, unfortunately, there's lots of things in life that are very very frightening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I think it's talking about, I think we don't talk very well in, in Ireland about death. No, you know, we don't, it's, it's an it's uncomfortable a, conversation, it, isn't it? it? <laughs> you know, but even if you talk to somebody like, have you made a will? You know, I people know. go, oh. But the you amount know, of people kind of go, in this country who don't have a will, and, yeah. you know, who might be in their 50s or 60s, you know, and let's yeah. be clear, once you get to 50 or 60, you know, there's not that much time <laughs> left. You know, you're about two-thirds of the way through your life. You need well, to you've start thinking about it. You have in front, you're more behind you than you have in front <laughs> Absolutely. of you. Absolutely. <laughs> but you really, people really need to start thinking about it because if you yeah, don't... Yeah, but people don't like it because it's like saying, oh, if, I'm, if, I, if I do my will now, like, I'm actually facing my debt. 
But actually, it's, it's kind of being responsible, you know. I mean, well, it I, is because I, otherwise, your your estate or money or a house or whatever you happen to have goes into probate for a year, and those that you love who are supposed to get it are going to have to hang around for a while. So it does mess everything up if you don't leave a will. But like that's just a simple thing that really doesn't have a lot of emotional content in it, no. and people shy away from that. Okay, well, stay there just for a second. Let me go to Sharon, getting back to what we were talking about. Sharon, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Sharon, would you, is it acceptable or appropriate to have a child view their own parent in a coffin? No, I think I would be totally guided by the child on that. If the child wants to see the parent, yes, because in time they might look back and be sorry and say, oh, you, why did you not let me go? Whereas if they do see, if they don't want to, they shouldn't be forced to either. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. I and, and, you know, that happens and I see that happening sometimes at wakes and an auntie will grab the child's hand and bring them in and say, oh, rub your mum's forehead or oh, whatever. I and, and I find that so upsetting to watch that. And the child is clearly just sometimes traumatised with the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't go to one grandparent's funeral and I, I really would have preferred to go. But due to circumstances anyway, I couldn't go. So I would have, I would have liked it, but I think you, you know a child needs to learn how to process their emotions as well. Sometimes, you know, grief can be stuck. Mm-hmm. So I and I would, is, would you put an age limit on that, Sharon? Yeah, I mean, you know, a five-year-old okay to walk in and see, you know, mum or dad or brother or sister or even granny, whatever, dead in a coffin. Is, is, is that appropriate? Five probably a bit young. Five, five would probably I think be a bit young. But mm-hmm. nine, nine or ten, I think. They have an understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're a little person, you know. They understand things and they, you know, they. if you don't deal with grief, it can get stuck and you might not deal with it for years. Mm-hmm. So I think the supportive environment as well at a, a funeral is very good, you know, where people are really, really being supportive. And you see that loving side of family supporting each other. Yeah. What, by the way, what's, no. your, what's both of you, Sharon, first, what, what's your feeling? I, it's, it's more so a very Irish thing to do, is which obviously people uh, bring the remains home and have them laid out or resting in the house for two or three days, whatever it is. What's your feeling on that? Well, now, my feeling on that is, me as an adult, I would be totally comfortable with that, and I, I like the idea of that. Okay. But if, it were, if my child was uncomfortable with that, I wouldn't do it, because I feel... Again, guided by the child, you know, and what's comfortable for them. And Michelle, what's your what's that's your feel? What's your feeling on okay? Michelle, what's your feeling on that kind of tradition or that one that's becoming more popular again? By the way, what's I think I think it's very important because, mm. and again, I think like again, I, I probably refer back to my own case where my father dropped dead suddenly. It gave us those few days to be with him, and I mean, my mother was very gracious, and she made sure that we all had, you know, if we wanted to had. X amount of time with them on our own, plus mm. obviously being in the room with the people there. And I think it does help the grieving process. And I think it does help you to get your head around the fact that they're gone. Um, but again, I did feel very peace looking at him and he looked so well and, you know, it was just like he was asleep. Like, mm. But again, you're talking about shit. And I do think, I think it is very, I think in England and places like that, like, I mean, you you know, most black people don't even attend a funeral unless they're very close family and friends. But I fu- love funerals in the United Kingdom are very different, whereby if somebody passes away in the United Kingdom, it can be two or three weeks before they're actually yeah. buried. 
exactly. so it's very different. We're, we're in Ireland. We like to get we like to get them into the ground very quickly. If we, right. if we, yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, but even in those two and three weeks in England, they're like they're in a morgue. They're not yeah. at home in somebody's house. Do you know? At least yeah. we have at least we have those few days if people choose. Mm-hmm. You know, to and it allows people to come back. You know, if people are abroad and you know all those kind of things. Like, um, and I think that I think it's a very important part of of the grieving process. I know, you know I, mean? I know nowadays with the shortage of priests, there used to be always the kind of mass the night before and the funeral the next day. That's kind of all changed now. Nowadays, because there's such a shortage of priests and time, it's kind of the boat done at the same time now. Um, and yeah. and it's normally within three days. I've seen them done even quicker than that. You know what I mean? So, I, I, but getting back to, you know, children going to funerals in general, Sharon, with the exception of their own family members, direct family members, be it, you know, mother, father, granny, brother, sister, whatever, is it appropriate to bring a 10-year-old to a funeral? Is it the place for a 10-year-old? Um, not, not, not really if it's not someone connected to them. Mm-hmm. You know? Why, why would you bring a child? Well, people do. Yeah, well, if it's not their close relative, you know, and I remember, I remember, I mentioned this before. I remember many, many years ago, I, I brought my children to a funeral of a friend of ours, and it was. I remember, I never forget it. It was a, a winter's evening, and it was about four or five in the evening. I can't remember. It was the mass. It must have been the mass, and it was raining outside. It was dark, and everybody was in the church. And then there was a chap up at the top of the, with the reading, doing the rosary for about ten or fifteen minutes, and everybody was, yeah. you know, responding. And I just thought the whole thing was the most morbid horrible thing I was ever at and I'm, I'm sorry I don't mean to be disrespectful well, to the person that died and I ended up leaving I ended up saying oh come on and I brought the children out because I just yeah I just I just felt that it was just very very I mean don't get me wrong I know funerals are more but I or can well, be well I hope that changes because I would like my you know mine to be a celebration of my life and I think they should be a happy occasion absolutely sad, but they should be happy too and it should be about celebrating the person's life and okay, the, the body dies, and hopefully, you know, some of us believe the spirit goes on. I know I do. Not everybody has that view, but. Um, yeah, I've said my, my last wishes are throw me in a wheelie bin and have a party, you know what I mean? Yeah! Oh, yours would be a disco, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> throw me in a wheelie bin and just have an old party there, you know, play a few recordings of the show when I was in good humour. <laughs> that... Exactly. I want them to play my playlist. Oh, what's, your, what's on your playlist? Oh, there's everything, Niall, everything. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really like country. No, I do. I like all genres. But, uh, I, I, I don't what about like Queen? Them. Another I one bites the dust. Oh, God, of course. <laughs> all of those. Yeah, that's... Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't tell you what's on my playlist because it's absolutely huge. Do you have a playlist, Miss Yell? Do you have a playlist? I do know exactly. I've, I've told everyone I won Freebird Trade by Skinner at my funeral. Oh, what a great song to play at your funeral. <laughs> I, can, I can just imagine. Are you going to be cremated or buried, by the way? Cremated. Okay, I can imagine. Actually, when I, when, actually when, I, when I went to make my will, um, I actually have a family member who was doing it for me, and I just said, oh, look, like, you know, let, let the kids decide. Like, I'll be gone. If they want me cremated, great. If they want me buried, she's like, you can't do that. No. I was like, okay, so give him a crazy I, I know, <laughs> I, I have the vision now of you going through the curtains and the guitar <laughs> solo in Freebird. I can just, I can just see it. It sounds brilliant. Followed by Stairway to Heaven, by the way. <laughs> I like the circle of life. I really like the circle ah, That's of a life. bit dreary, isn't it? Sharon? Yeah, it wouldn't be my first choice. It would be one off. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm actually, do you know what? Now. I can actually think about that now that you've mentioned it. So yeah, Michelle has just gave me a great idea. Time. Freebird. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm loving Freebird. Free bird. Yeah, Freebird, great song. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah.
The full seven minute they version. Go, they'll all go stealing it now and they'll all be bloody playing Freebird. Uh, yeah, there's there's going to be loads of people across the country now thinking, I want Freebird at my funeral as well. <laughs> thank you, Michelle. Thank you to Sharon as well. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087 Um uh, Clearly, uh, Sharon says, well, 10 years of age, five, maybe not, but 10, yes, depending on what they want to do, if they want to do it. But I'm still of the opinion that I may disagree. I think even at 10 years of age and going by what I saw last night on Coronation Street, I know they're only actors. I get that. They're not real people. Uh, but in saying that, you know, I think it'd be very, tr- as much as they might think it's a good idea at 10 years of age to see mum or dad lying in a coffin, I think it might be quite traumatic and it might have a never-ending effect. Not maybe on their lives, but certainly, as Ashton pointed out, that's the kind of last image. That's the, the last thing you see is your mum or your dad or whoever it is, your brother or sister or granny, in a coffin. And and maybe that's not the memory they should have. Whereas other people say, well, hold on, but if you don't let them, and they ask, when they're 20 or 30 years of age, they come along to you and say, why didn't you let me? I've never, I didn't see, I didn't get that, say my last goodbye. Why didn't you let me? So there is an argument on both sides. I personally just think it's inappropriate. I think it's wrong. And I just, I find it disturbing even that a child would be, witness to that at that young age I think it has to be I'd love to get a psychologist view on it but I'd say it has to be traumatic the number's 87 8 is it an appropriate thing to do to bring a child to a funeral home even if it is a parent or granny or something like that Rosemary you're on Ireland's Classic Hits how are you? I'm not too bad thanks how are you? Good Rosemary now you saw your granny uh, her remains when she was uh, being removed in a funeral home and what, how old were you at the time? Um, it was a, she died a week before my 12th birthday. Okay, okay. And, and my condolences, by the way. I'm sorry to hear that. Hello. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming it was a while ago, was it? I'm, I don't want to make it sound yeah, like no, you're older. No, it was. Um, it's, it's heading for 23 years now Okay. she passed. All yeah. right. And was it your request to go in and see her at the time? Did you think that was a good idea? Or do you remember, can you remember the circumstances where you kind of dragged along? Or what were the yeah, circumstances? No. Well, she was she was laid out at home. I suppose that's the thing they oh, did right. back then. I suppose they still do it now. Well, they still um, do it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but we there were three of us there. Myself, I had two siblings. But um, she was in the house. She was in her own room in the house. Okay. She was sick for a while, so we built an extension for her downstairs, and we weren't forced to go in. But I remember it being said you should go in and see her, and I will never, I'll never forget it. It, it actually scarred me for life. I. I even to, even to this day now, I won't go into a funeral home with an open coffin, or I won't go into a, a wake in a house. Um, now, I've been told it's very disrespectful, because I won't go in. Um, I remember when I first met my husband as well, he couldn't fathom why I couldn't go in, but it actually completely freaks me out. I, I feel the same as you, to be honest. I don't feel you're on your own that. I find it yeah. an extremely uncomfortable experience. Yeah, it's just because I remember going in, and I, I distinctly remember her lying in the bed. Um, she had a hospital bed. And she just didn't look like my nan. Like her no. face, different. The way they had her done up was different. Um, I remember as well, my nan was always very, um, her nails were always perfect and her lipstick was always a certain way. And she just looked, she didn't look like her. I didn't know who I was looking at. And since then, it has, it, it just Did you touch me. her? Because I know a lot of people are into that. They turn around and they say, oh, why don't you touch her forehead or give her oh. a kiss or, I, or to hold her hand? And, and no, it freaks me out. <laughs> I and this and is that, that, and you know what? I, I was like, this is only 10 years ago. I was almost the same situation as you, traumatized by my own mother. I remember touching her forehead. And you know why I did it? Because I felt I had to. Because had other to, people yeah. were around, and I felt that that was the right thing to do, or I should do that, or brush her hair back, or whatever. 
And when I felt her cold skin, it really yeah. traumatized me. I, oh, I, because that's not my mother. My mother was a lovely, warm person. So that yeah. that's not what I wanted to do. And, and I'll never forget. I'd never do it again. No, and, and you know, even now, um, I won't go, like I said, I won't go into a funeral home. So if, if we go, obviously, if, if, we, if we know someone that's passed and we go, my husband will go in, I'll stay outside. Yeah. I, I just can't do it. And even like I'm, I'm 35 now this year, and I, I absolutely can't do it. I just think it's, and when I see people then, if I do have to go into a funeral home, um, especially if it's a family member, I'll stay down the back. I can't look up. I look at the floor and I, I can't, I, I don't get when people go up and like you said, now they, they, they touch them or they kiss their forehead or I just can't do it. And no. I actually dread the day that a close, close family member passes because I don't know how I'll do it. Because you know, you'll, like you'll almost feel embarrassed if you don't, so to speak. Oh my God, yeah. Like I'm very I lucky to have brought my parents, my siblings, like my grandmother was probably the closest to me that I've ever lost. Yeah. Um, so the thought of even that happening down the line would completely freak me out. And even my friends are very aware of it. My family are very aware of it. Um, but I, I like... I, yeah, have you said to your mum or dad, listen, you do, you do know when you oh, go, I'm not coming to see you. You've no idea. I said to my mother and she's like, well, no, you can't sing that. But I <laughs> Don't do. let I, your like, daddy you say no that. idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually... And even, like, I would have um, a few nephews and my sister had taken my nephew to, um, to funerals, um, or Holy God's house, as he calls it, and he's only, like, he's, he's 11. Um, and he would be aware of what goes on, but isn't she, like... He doesn't understand exactly what happened afterwards. Do you know yeah. that kind of way? And do you and think, do you think it's appropriate? I mean, if it's not a mom, dad, say brother, sister or granny, do you think it's appropriate to bring a child to a funeral at all at 10 years of age? I don't think I would with my own no. kids down the line, hopefully. Like when I have kids, hopefully. I, I, I don't think I will because of my own personal experience. Like I wouldn't dictate to anybody else what they should do or to even family members what they should do. But for myself personally, I don't think I will ever do it with my own children yeah. because of how it's affected me. Mm-hmm. Do you know that way? So I, I, and I was twelve, like when she died. So I would have been a bit older. But even to this day now, it's still. Even no, I, I do realize now. it's a different experience for everybody. But I obviously have a shared experience with you, and I would have had the same experience in that respect. That I, and maybe it's a lot to do with the fact that I had to identify my own brother's body as well. That didn't help. Uh, so I, I don't like the sight of, of anybody dead. It just doesn't yeah. doesn't do anything for me. And and I've never, I don't, I, I would never like to expose my children to that either at a young age. Uh, well, they're all older now, so, but uh, but at a younger age, I wouldn't have liked to expose them to that either. I just don't think it's a, I don't think it's right. But then again, some people disagree. And uh, stay there for a second, Rosemary, because Deb, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Deb? Hi, Niall. How's it going? Good. Now you disagree because when your mother died, all of her children were around, and you believe it was a lovely experience. Yeah, when my mom died, um, we took her home to her house, and we all kind of stayed there for the couple of days or what have you, and. All her grandchildren, and they were ranging from late 20s to my own daughter, who was uh, one and a half at the time. Um, They were in and out. She was laid out in the parlour, and they were in and out. But my son, Harry, um, he was uh, four at the time. And what had happened was, the night before the funeral, um, I was going home uh, to my own house. And anyway, went around kissing everybody goodbye, see you tomorrow, what have you. And we went out, and we were halfway home, and Harry in the back of the car has a conniption. I never kissed Nanny, I didn't kiss Nanny goodbye, I didn't kiss <laughs> Nanny goodbye. So we had to turn, he had such a tantrum, we had to turn around. And I was saying to him, now, if you just want to go back and play with your cousins now, you're in big trouble and what have you. 
And he literally, we just went back in. He ran into the parlour. My husband lifted him up. He kissed her on the cheek and says, Night, night, nanny. And it we went. And it's the most beautiful memory I have. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it was just lovely, like the, the grandchildren going in and out. Now, I, co- I completely understand the fear that lady's talking about. I went to see my friend's mother died uh, suddenly, and we were in fourth year. And we went to the funeral home. And I walked in, and by, oh, I got such a fright. Oh, God. I, 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 I'll never forget seeing the woman laid out. And was that your first time seeing somebody dead? Yeah. It yeah. terrified me. Absolutely terrified me. And I think me. it does for a lot of children. And maybe yeah. maybe at three or four years of age, they didn't have a very great understanding of it. I don't, maybe no, I, and because we had, it was such a lovely thing that was happening in the home at the time, mm-hmm. it seemed completely And as I said, the experience is different for everybody. You know, yeah. I, I just... I just can't see how it's comfortable for a child or, you know, a child will have that memory. See, it's, oh, I'm not saying, by the way, you know, you're a child, Deb, but I'm just saying, you know, that many children will choose to do that at, say, 10 or 11 years of age, a bit more understanding, I suppose, than four or five. And then that memory is etched on their mind, you know, like Rosemary, forever. And I, I, I do think it all depends on the child. It all mm. depends on the yeah. situation. It all, like even when my own father died, like I was 26, and I went into the hospital room with my husband, and he was saying, like, do you want to touch him? And it, it, it was like, it was comical the way I had. And I was saying, no. And he's saying, maybe you might regret it. And I was going, I don't know, you touch him first. And he was going, no, you touch him. And I said, no, you. And in the end, we were kind of like poking him in the bed. <laughs> and I skin. I know. I, no, I do know what you mean. I know it's, it sounds humorous, but I do know what you mean because it's something yeah. that you've never done before. And I get that. And most of us have, I don't really, uh, thankfully, we don't get the opportunity to do that too often. Uh, and but there is a bit of a pressure, and Rosemary described it, and so do I. There is a bit of a pressure, you know, on people when you go into a funeral home and somebody's laid out in a casket, particularly if you're a family member, yeah. to go over and you know put your hand on their forehead no. or give them a kiss or no. something. And I, I just, I, I wouldn't. I'm not into that. Like my own dad, my my um, nephew, um, when um, he always when he'd be going to sleep, he always felt my dad's ear. And when my dad was laid out in the the hospital. And Luke just went over and it, like my dad's in the coffin and it was just, he just automatically started fiddling with his ear. <laughs> and things like that. I don't, I, I don't know. Well, as I, I said, I, it's I different, different strokes for different folks body. and different people feel yeah. differently about it. But yeah. Rosemary, I mean, you've heard Deb's experience, which was very different um, to yeah. yours because obviously he was there for three days and it was a kind of family event, I suppose, a last goodbye for a few days, yeah. which sounded yeah. like a nice situation. But your situation obviously was very different. Where you Were you on your own at 12 when you went into the room to see her, by the way, Rosemary? Um, no, there would have been a few of us around. Um, but I suppose we were, I mean, we were that bit older than that lady's kids. Like, we would have been, say, I was 12, my brother would have been 10, my sister would have been 14. Um, but we were always, it's not that we were shielded ever from people dying, and it's not that why it freaked me out. I mean, my mother worked in a hospital um, in Cork, and she actually did end-of-life care. She was with people as they died, and right. she brought their families oh, in Africa. Couldn't do that, yeah. So, no, I, and I, I do think it, it does take a, a certain type of person to be able to do that. Absolutely. Do, and I've always said it's, right, it's either in you or it's not. Oh, they're and angels, those people, yes. yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, so it's not that we were ever shielded from it, because we used to walk down the street and somebody would stop my mum and they'd be like, oh my God, I don't know, do you remember me? You were with my mum when, when she died. And my mother would always talk about these families and things. So it's not like, it's not like we were ever kept from it. 
No, that's what I'm saying. You weren't kept away from it, so you're used to hearing from it. Dylan, how are you doing? You're in Ireland's classic kids. Now, Dylan, you're an undertaker. Um, so you're kind of used to seeing these situations and these dilemmas for people. Um, what would your advice be to say, you know, somebody who had maybe a mum or a dad, but they had young kids? Uh, would your advice be to allow them to see the body? Yeah, well, how you know? Um, well, I suppose the best thing is exposure, I suppose, for the child or the younger person in the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because as you probably know yourself, death is a very unspoken about thing in Ireland until it actually happens. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we don't. And we don't like talking about it, sure. We don't. We get all weird. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Even when, like, it's often now. I won't go into too much detail about specific circumstances, but uh, you know, it's even when it does occur, people kind of shunt it all off on the funeral directors. You know, I know we're here to help and everything, but at the end of the day, it's the family's decision what what, and you know, they kind of everything is so rush rush. They kind of overlook things and, you know, mm-hmm. later on, after a month or a week or even 10 years, they'll say, oh, I should have done this, should have done that, yeah. Why yeah. didn't they do that? Yeah, yeah. But that's why we always reassure our families, you know, take it easy. There's no rush, no panic. It, yeah, people believe they have to, everything. you know, they have to get them buried and in the ground within two or three days. It's the kind of fear, isn't there? No, well, look, it's... It, Everything is kind of rush, rush in Ireland. Life in general, you know, is rush, like you know yourself. Yeah. Um, but I was actually, I'm working in a security company as well, like, and uh, I have a Muslim guy that works with me. And he was telling me, uh, totally different to the Irish tradition, it's a person dies in, in the Muslim religion, we say they're de- they die at nine o'clock in the morning. And they are buried by 11 o'clock. Two hours, that's it. Gone. Finished. Everything. Jeepers, I didn't know that. That's very efficient. I didn't, either. I, I didn't actually believe him until I actually um, made a few inquiries about it, like, just out of pure... And I don't know, what, I mean, is that even possible to do that within two hours? Well, probably in Ireland. I, no, probably I not in Ireland. No, no, but obviously from wherever they originate from. But, but Dylan, in relation to the children coming in, I mean, mm. often you'll see children being brought in. I'm not saying against their will, but it's not their wish as such. And the parent will be going, come on in and see your granny. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he's a little 10-year-old. Do you not think that can be quite traumatic for a child? Well, you see, that's all going back to the tradition of waking in a house. You see, I think that scenario in a house is fine, but in a funeral home, bringing a child into a funeral home, I, I'm not... How would I put it? I wouldn't ever, ever suggest to bring a child into it, but I would think it would be healthy if they had their own, you know, if they were willing to go in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, is, but what, what percent, because I'm a bit rushed for time, Dale, but what percentage of people now are laid out to rest in the house? Well, we don't have a funeral home ourselves, so we do it all either from the church or the house, but okay. what, what we would have have noticed uh, would be a lot more of the younger crowd, we'd say younger families, tragic circumstances and that kind of yes. stuff. Yeah. Is uh, they're nearly all going back to the house for a night or two. Right, okay, okay. So that tradition has kind of come back a little bit again. It now, is hasn't? coming back an awful lot because, yeah. you know, the funeral home, it's not a nice, uh, you know, it's I know it's traditional-ish, kind of, but it's yeah, not... Yeah, it can be... And I might say, most funeral homes are lovely places, but it's a, it's cold, and a lot of people don't like the idea of the person being there on their own, as they say. And, yeah, you could yeah. have a brand-new funeral home, like, and it's still... 
it's still only a room with four walls. Like, you know, well, well, that's it, Dylan. Thank you very much indeed. Dylan, appreciate you coming on the air. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.